Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Astros Baseball is brought to you by Ram Shirts. Ram Shirts offers custom printed and embroidered apparel. They offer direct-to-garment printing for small runs and screen printing for larger runs. Follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Ram Shirts. Go to ramshirts.com for all your custom apparel needs. Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan for the fans of the Houston Astros. Here's your host, Rob Fontenot. Hey guys, thanks for tuning into this episode of Astros Baseball. My name is Rip Griffin and I am taking over Astros Baseball just for this one episode as Rob is away right now this week. He will be back next week. But for this episode, we are going to be talking about the Astros and how they have continued to dominate with pitching, with timely hits, coming off an impressive home win streak of seven in a row and they hit the road this week on a nine game road trip starting first with the Minnesota Twins so we will be talking and recapping that series and how everything had worked out for the Astros in their favor because they continue pitching wise they continue to be very dominant very dominant like I mentioned timely hitting it's everything the Astros are starting to click and we're starting to see everything just kind of come together and They are in a stretch right now of 33 games in 34 days. They just, before they hit this road trip, had a day off on May 9th. They don't have another day off until May 26th. So these guys are going to be grinding for the next, this road trip for sure, because it's nine games as they just wrapped up with the Minnesota Twins. They're off to the Washington Nationals next. They'll wrap it up with the Boston Red Sox next week. And then they'll they'll be back home later on. But the Astros are... Once they get through this massive road trip that they're on and this massive streak, we're going to start to see things. And we are start we are already starting to see everything click for the Astros right now because offensively, it wasn't where it needed to be at the beginning of the of the the month of May, but now they've got back into it and we're seeing things. Justin Verlander, who has been outstanding this season, you know there was a lot of speculation coming into this season, and I know we talked about it with Rob on a, a previous episode, but there was a lot of controversy, not really, I wouldn't say controversy. There was a lot of speculation. There we go. As to how the arm of Justin Verlander would hold up coming into this season, being at, at age 39, coming off of Tommy John hasn't pitched since 2020. We've already talked about all this stuff. So this is all stuff that's not really new to what you're hearing now, but it's just truly phenomenal what he's been able to do. And he proved it in the first game 
of this series in Minnesota because he was absolutely dominating in this game. He comes into this game 3-1 and one with a 1.93 ERA, going up against a young guy in Joe, in Joe Ryan, who is uh, one guy that the Twins got in a trade with Nelson Cruz with the Rays last season. So he's been pretty impressive as well. Both teams are coming into this game with uh, identical records at um, 19 and 11. So it was going to be a pitching matchup. These two pitchers have been at the top of the the standings as far as stats coming into this season. The Twins coming into and actually leading the American League Central, which is probably something very rare that we ever talk about, right? We hardly ever hear the Twins being at the top of the division this early in the season, but they are. The Astros were coming in at second place, game and a half behind the Los Angeles Angels. So they are looking to kind of make some ground up on the Angels and get back into the the first place on top of the contention in the AL West. So let's dive into this game because this was a truly phenomenal game. Like I mentioned, Justin Verlander was on his game that night. He was outstanding. It was no hits. I can say it now. He had a no-hitter. He took a no-hitter into the eighth inning, and that's something that uh, we've always been accustomed to seeing in Justin Verlander is the way he just continues to dominate pitchers, uh, dominate your batters, and, and mix up his pitches. He's been very consistent and very well balanced when it comes to his pitches. He's throwing his slider a little bit more, still throwing his, his fastball for strikes at such a high velocity. 94-95 is where we're seeing him at right now. So we need to see more of this vintage Justin Verlander. We're going to keep talking about vintage form all season long because he is truly been very impressive. So like I mentioned, Justin Verlander went eight strong innings. He did not give up a hit until I believe it was Gary Sanchez who broke up the no-hitter there in the bottom of the eighth inning. So we did not get to see Justin Verlander go back out there into the ninth, but he was absolutely absolutely on fire and it was fun to watch i know we were all talking about it on social media and it's just something we just gosh i wish we could we're gonna see more of this we are going to see more of justin verlander uh like i mentioned he went eight innings gave up one hit two walks five strikeouts uh only faced 24 batters so but uh, he ended the game with a 1.55 era so uh kept the twins hitters at bay just gave up just the one hit there to Gary Sanchez. But other than that, Justin Verlander was absolutely phenomenal. Now on the offensive side, Jeremy Pena. Jeremy Pena is a guy that we are going to continue to talk about all season long. We all know that he's the guy coming in, replacing Carlos Correa. And one of the things that was interesting about this series and was much talked about was the fact that Carlos Correa is coming in and facing his old team for the first time since signing that deal with the Twins, but we did not see Carlos Correa at all in this series. He was uh, took a, a pitch off his, um, I believe it was off his right uh, middle finger. So it's not broken, but it was bruised, and the Twins unfortunately had to put him on the 10-day IL. So we did not get to see Carlos Correa in this series. We will see him when the Twins come to Houston in, in August, I believe. So... Not the uh, the matchup we were kind of hoping for with, with Carlos Correa versus Justin Verlander, but we will see that again uh, down the road in, in August. But for the most part, Jeremy Pena. Jeremy Pena has been stepping up to the plate this year. So phenomenal. And he did it again on, in game one of this series with the Twins. Um, an RBI ground out 
to um, to first base. First baseman Jose Miranda brought in Kyle Tucker. The Astros are quickly up one to nothing in the top of the fourth. Jeremy Pena, Jeremy Pena does it again on a what was you have to go back and watch the replay because I don't even know how he hit it. Twins pitcher Joe Ryan threw what looked like a slider that kind of just broke a little bit too much on the outside of the plate. And Jeremy Pena slaps it to right field, driving in Kyle Tucker. So the Astros are quickly up 2-0 there in the top of the fourth. You know, again, here in the top of the fifth, um, Alex Bregman. Alex Bregman is another guy that's starting to kind of come into his mold, his own just a little bit. We saw him kind of struggle kind of there after the first uh, week of this season. He got off that hot start, got a little bit cold. Now it looks like he's kind of started to heat back up, heat back up again as he doubled on a sharp line drive to left field, which drove in Jose Altuve, and the Astros are quickly up 3 to nothing. Uh, after that, I mean, the Astros scored a couple more runs in the later innings, and they would go on to, to blank the Twins 5-0. Uh, to nothing. The Astros will get five runs on seven hits, eight total bases, two stolen bases. They left 13 men on base, which is something not really good that you want to see or hear. So... Leaving men on bases is something that Astros still continue to struggle with, but they will con- they will they will drive in the runs. That's just how the Astros are. So, no fear. Offense did phenomenal. Pitching was great. Blake Taylor came in and shut the door to uh, get the uh, the save. Um, actually, he did not get the save because that was uh, five uh, five to nothing was the final score. So Blake Taylor comes in and kind of uh, finishes out for Justin Verlander. Uh, does not give up any runs or any hits or anything like that. So. He goes on one inning, two. Oh, he, he did give up two hits, um, and that was it. Faced five batters. So that was it for game one of this series between the Twins and the Astros. Astros take game one, five nothing. Coming into game two, game two was the suspended game. The Astros uh, were hoping to get Jose Urquidy back on, on track. As in that last game, he, he did pretty phenomenal in that last game, keeping a lot of his pitches down in the zone. Got a lot of ground outs. Something we're more accustomed to seeing Jose, uh, your, your kitty do. He didn't quite get the opportunity to do that in this game because the game was shortened due to weather. But he did start the game uh, coming in with a 2-1 and one record with a 4.56 ERA. Going up against a guy that we know from the Rays and Chris Archer. Now, I did not realize, but the Astros at one point, I believe in 2019, were trying to... St- to a trade for Chris Archer. And thankfully, you know, that uh, didn't really quite work out because I think he's often struggled since since 2019. But he comes in facing the Astros, and he did look pretty pretty, pretty decent, I would say. But the Astros just, um, even though it was a shortened game, they, they still continued to at least play some good defense. Defense has been there this season. I mean... I mean, when you've got guys like Alex Bregman and Jose Altuve, Yuli Gurriel, these guys, these guys continue to step up defensively. So it makes it easier for a pitcher like like Urquidy to go out and just pitch. He did give up a double in the bottom of the first to Jorge Polanco, which put the Twins on the board one to nothing. There in the top of the second, the Astros finally get on the board on Jeremy Pena again. Jeremy Pena on a sack fly, which brought in uh, Jordan Alvarez. So the Astros had tied it up one to one. They're also in the bottom of the second. Jose Siri scored on a uh, line drive to center, which brought in Yuli Gurriel. The Astros are quickly up 2-1 to one there in the top of the second. So in the top of the third, Jose Altuve, since coming back from being on the IL, the 
Jose Altuve has been absolutely lights out. The Astros have not lost. Hopefully, I have not jinxed that for the next series coming up. But the Astros have not lost since Altuve has come back. But in the top of the third, Altuve hit his fifth home run to right field, which extended the lead for the Astros 3-1. to one. Jeremy Pena again here in the in the top of the third continues to I think with every conversation going forward now you're gonna hear Jeremy Pena Jeremy Pena Jeremy Pena get used to it because that the guy is absolutely phenomenal so Jeremy Jeremy Pena singles on a live drive line drive to right field which brought in Michael Brantley so the Astros are quickly up five to one that was where the game had stopped because of the suspended weather so the Astros did pick up they're in the top of the the fifth coming into today. So it's, it's on Thursday. So in the top of the sixth, the sixth inning is where everything kind of just came unraveled for the Twins as the Astros just piled it on. Kyle Tucker hit his fifth home run to uh, right field. 358 feet, had an exit velo of 105.3 with the launch angle of 46 degrees. It did not look like it was going to get out and kind of just kept carrying after that. And a couple more runs now. So the Astros are up 6-2. to two. The Astros continue just to pile it on there in the sixth inning. And it was just, you know, lights out after that. I mean, when we when we look at the play-by-play here, it was just, gosh, the Astros just continued to just score. They batted around in the sixth inning. And the Astros won 11-3. So they take games two and one and two of this series. Some of your top performers, Kyle Tucker, like I mentioned, went two for four. Had a home run, a double, a walk, two RBIs, and a run. Jose Altuve also hit a home run with a, a double, three RBIs, and two runs. Alex Bregman, a double, a walk, RBI, and two runs as well. The Astros would close out game two. 11-3, 15 hits, two home runs, 25 total bases. No stolen bases, seven left on base this time. Only one air compared to the Twins, who had uh, three runs, 10 hits, 13 total bases, 12 left on. And no errors. So we saw the left, the men left on base goes down in game two. And as you can see, when that happens, more runs, more production leads to wins. That's what we want. We want the W's going into the next game. So obviously, and then today, which was game two of the today's game to round out this series, the Astros had Luis Garcia was your game three starter. He came in at two and one with the 3.45 ERA going up against Josh Winder. For the Twins, Luis Garcia has been a guy that has been just continuing to impress. And it's been fun to watch him. He's got his rocker. He's got little kids mimicking his rocker now. And it's it's phenomenal. And we're, we're seeing a, a pitcher continue to blossom with every outing. He continues to improve. And it's fun to watch. We, this is why you understand that he was a Rookie of the Year candidate, a finalist last season. And we're going to continue continue to see more. Definitely going to be one to watch as he's going to be put in the Cy Young talk talks as well. So definitely another guy that the Astros just continue to watch and continue to have fun with as far as, as pitching. And that's it, it shows today because uh, even though uh, he didn't go deep into the game, he still continued to be a, a, a force. And it was Gosh, it's so fun to watch Luis Garcia. I really wish. Yeah, Luis Garcia has been so fun to watch this season. And it's 
gosh, uh, the, the, the sky's the limit with this guy. And it, it's fun to have him in the lineup, especially when you mix him in with Framber and Justin Verlander and even Jake Goderizzi as well. So these are all guys that are definitely uh, the pitching. You just can't get enough of the pitching. That's going to be one of those things that we're going to talk about for the, all this season. I mean, how impressive. Then you got Lance McCullers, who's going to be coming back soon. And so it's going to be fun. Gosh, this this fun, this Astros team is just going to be great. So let's jump into enough of my rambling. Let's jump into game three of this series. Um, you know, the Astros got off to an early start here in, in game three uh, with a Chas McCormick um, single to center, which brought in Kyle Tucker. The Astros were quickly up one to nothing here in the top of the second. In the top of the third, the Astros will get a couple more runs on a Jordan Alvarez home run to dead center, which would drive in uh, Jeremy uh, Jeremy Pena. So his Astros were quickly up three to nothing. Then Jordan Alvarez would jump again, hit his second home run in the game in the top of the ninth with a 411 foot shot to dead center, 107.1 on the exit below at 27 degrees. The launch angle truly crushed this one. Good to see him get back. His first home run was 414 feet, 111.2 at a 26 degree launch angle. So it's good to see Jordan Alvarez get back into it. Uh, like I mentioned, some of your top performers for today. Alvarez with two home runs, a double, three RBIs, two runs. Garcia will get the win going five innings, giving up five hits, no earned runs, nine strikeouts. Jeremy Pena would go three three for three with two run with a double and a run. But we had a little scary incident with Jeremy Pena, who was taken out of the game. Little knee discomfort. He's on the 10-day IL now going to be day-to-day hopefully that's nothing serious and we get to see him just get some rest and come back in that next series against the uh, Boston Red Sox so the Astros would close out game three of this three-game series with a sweep going five to nothing with nine hits two home runs 18 total bases two stolen bases nine left on no errors the twins no runs seven hits nine total bases nine left on base so the Astros would come in and outscore the Twins 21-3 over the last these last three games. They go 10-0 and in their last 10 games. That's dating back to last week's sweep of the home series. So the Astros sweep the Twins in this series, which was fun to watch. And they, that's, I mean, that's that's the things we, we're, we're starting to see now. We're starting to see the Astros kind of find their groove, find their mojo. Pitching has been outstanding. The bullpen has been spectacular. And we just got to keep it up now. We just got to keep it up, let everything kind of just continue to, to fall into place as they may. We can win these, these you know, five to nothing games or these low scoring games or the offense kind of, you know, jumps up and we have an 11 to three. We just got to be consistent and can continue, continue to strive, continue to dominate. Pitching is going to be key this season. The bullpen has been, like I said, has been spectacular. So a lot of great things to happen in this series. The Astros are off to face the Washington Nationals this weekend. So it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be great. With this win tonight, the, Ash- the Astros have taken the lead in the AL West at, 20, at 21 and 11. They are now half a game up on the Los Angeles Angels, who come in at 21 and 12. Like I mentioned, the Astros are 10 and 0 over the last 10 games. They were 9 and 4 at home. They're 12 and 7 on the road this year. And now that run differential that we've all been seeing has considerably gone up. They're now at a plus 34 in run differential. So a lot of great things that just need to keep going for the Astros. So 
It was a great series sweep of the Twins. No Carlos Correa, like I mentioned. We'll see him back in August when the, when the Twins come to face the Astros in, in Houston. So, you know, he will get a warm welcoming welcoming when he comes to Houston. So, overall, overall great, great series victory. We need more series victories like this because it's going to be tough. We've got, uh, you know, the Yankees right now are, are are leading the AL East, and the men, the the Twins are still ahead in the AL Central. So, a lot of teams that we didn't see being up there at the top of the divisions of their divisions are now at the top of the division. They do go in, like I mentioned, they are facing the Washington Nationals, who are currently 11 and 22, uh, currently last place in the NL East. And then after that, they will head off to Boston to face the Red Sox, who are also in last place at 11 and 20, 11 and a half games back on the behind the Yankees. So it's going to be a fun series to head over to a rematch of the 2019 world series. I think, uh, we've got the pitching to, to continue on to, to dominate some of your pitching matchups going into, uh, this next series with, with the nationals. Framo Valdez will take game one, who is one and two with the 3.34 ERA. In game two, it'll be Christian Javier, who's 2-0 with a .83 ERA. And to close out the series with the Nationals will be Justin Verlander, who is 4-1 with a 1.55 ERA. So that is your pitching matchup for the Houston Astros. Facing facing the Astros, we have Sonny Gray for the Nationals, who's 4-2 with a 3.45 ERA in game one. Feedy in game two, who's 2-2 two two with a 3.90 ERA. And in game three, going up against Justin Verlander, will be Patrick Corbin, who is 0-5 with a 6.06 ERA. So it'll be interesting to see how everything kind of transpires with the uh, Astros and Nationals. But great series against the Twins. We're moving on. We're going to continue to dominate. We're going to continue to pitch well. So, But uh, that's going to do it for this episode. My name is Rick Griffin. Like I mentioned, I am filling in for Rob this week on this episode of Astros Baseball. So you can follow me on Twitter at RipGriffin3. Rob will be back next week. So that's going to do it for this episode, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Be sure to subscribe to be alerted when there's a new episode. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Fontenot. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.